What's up, ishes? Happy fucking Monday. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. After an entire month of telling you guys how to be better about loving yourself, I feel like I really, I leaned on more of the kind of well aspect of our little get-togethers here. And I feel like the kind of toxic kind of slipped through the cracks. And I just, I want to send a good old reminder that I, you know, your girl, it's not always, it's not always the best. All right. As you guys know, though, like we know that I struggle with people pleasing. We know that I struggle with being hard on myself. We know that I struggle with confrontation like there's these like big ideas that we're all very aware of that you know you and I I mean me specifically I'm thinking probably you too but you know I won't call you out like that but that I for sure have a hard time with but I just want to like dive a little deeper into that give you some specific examples of my most toxic traits my most toxic habits just to remind you of progression and not perfection just to remind you that we're ish over here, you know, that's why we're all issues, you know, you know, you, you do the best that you can with a lot of things, but it's to an ish extent, like you're well ish, you get it? Does it make sense? Is it all clicking and coming together? So like you gotta have those toxic moments because it just, it really makes you a full, well-rounded personality you know like you'd be fucking boring if you were a hundred percent perfect and well and great you need those little drama moments right that's just like what I tell myself to justify it <laughs> so I'm just gonna dive right into it and let you know the things that I could be a little bit better about but they just seem to really be ingrained in my personality so <laughs> Here they are. Like I said, we're getting into the specifics. So here's a, a cute little fun one to start us off with. I went to a restaurant this weekend and immediately thought of you guys in this episode because I was in Ohio, seven hours away from my home. That said, I went out to eat often. And why, like for whatever reason, like maybe I could throw this on the toxic traits list. Like I cannot finish a meal like to save my life. Like I will have one bite left and my brain is like, oh, it's one bite left. So like we're not finishing, right? Like I don't really get what that's about. I think again, it's just like some weird brain thing that I've made it a habit to like not finish my meal, but I'm not diving into that right now. That's too complicated for me. My point is though, is that every time I go out to eat, I leave leftovers again seven hours away from home I'm in a shitty ass hotel room like I don't have time or the resources to save this meal but for whatever reason I feel the extreme urge to get a box like you know what I say seven hours away it does not matter if I'm seven hours away or if I'm literally at home I bring the leftovers home I don't eat them like that's just how it works unless it's wings because wings are the only thing that I swear tastes better the second time I will not eat the leftovers, but I get a box anyways, not because I'm trying to not waste food, not because I think like, oh, I can eat them for lunch. I straight up like the real true genuine to my core reason that I get a box is because I don't want the waitress to think that I didn't like it. <laughs> like I don't want to let the restaurant down. I don't want them to think that they had a dissatisfied customer. <laughs> 
because I just want to hype them up. Like, I just want them to know that I really did enjoy their meal. I just have my own weird issue with having a stomach the size of a pea and like I'm not able to finish that entire meal. (laughs) Had nothing to do with the food quality. So, you know, what harm does it do to make them think that I'm going to go home and enjoy that meal at home? And then, you know, it sits in my fridge for a week and then I throw it away. (laughs) Big deal. No harm, no foul, right? This one is just comical to me too because a lot of the time when I think of situations like this or I'm afraid of judgment of other people, it comes back to like the way that I would have handled that situation. Like maybe I would be judgmental of somebody doing that and so I automatically assume other people would be judging, which is its own separate issue. But again, this one's comical to me because when I was a server, never once did I go up to a table that had food still on their plate and was like, oh my God, they didn't like it? <laughs> That's rude. Like, I don't give one fuck that you didn't like the food. The only thing that I'm thinking is, is it wrong to eat what's on this person's plate? Because I've been here for the last eight hours and I'm starving. How could they not finish this? <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> on that gross note, I'll give you another gross yet a little fun toxic trait of mine. I will hide in the bathroom stall like as long as I have to until the rest of the bathroom clears out. Now, what I like to tell you, it's because I didn't want the other people to identify me with my pee stream. But you know what? Unfortunately, that's not the reason. It's because I don't like having wet hands. And so like, I don't want to wash my hands every time. Like maybe I sanitize my hands when I get back to the table but like I don't want to wash my hands you know like I just don't I don't like it I don't I don't like if they have like most places now are eco-friendly and I'm all here for that but the air dryer it just doesn't do it for me it just doesn't do it for me so I I don't like it I don't like it so I will wait in the bathroom stall until everybody clears out so that I can run out of there as fast as I can so that I don't have to wash my hands and I don't have to let other people judge me that I'm not washing my hands. I also like will play a fun little a fun little game with it that like if I'm riding that fine line because most of the time when you're out in public you're with other people. So if I'm riding that fine line between I'm hiding in the bathroom stall for a long enough period of time that I'm waiting for people to leave so that I don't have to wash my hands, but then maybe the people that I'm with that I actually am going to have to withstand their opinions for longer periods of time than the random people in the bathroom. And they might think that I'm taking a shit. I play this little game that I wait for the person to like just get like enough out of sight that I can like fucking beeline it for the door and get the hell out of there so that they don't see that I'm the bitch that didn't wash your hands. You get it? It's fine. (laughs) Okay, getting into some more like I have mental issues ones. I've talked to you guys in the past about how I will have an interaction with a stranger and I will like ruminate on that interaction for like it could be 20 minutes. It could be the entire rest of the 24 hours. It could be three years later and I'm like having flashbacks to that moment depending on what it was. It could be literally something so fucking random or it could be something more intense but I will ruminate on the interaction with this person. If I said something a little out of the box and by when I say out of the box I mean like I gave my opinion or like my insight on something. Something that like exposed me more than just being like yeah totally oh my god that's cool I totally agree with you like something along those lines for example 
the other day I was at the gym and there weren't that many people there and I was doing a super set of step ups and then I so I'm like standing up on a bench and then I go right into elevated glute bridges so I'm standing up on the bench and then I just like swing myself down onto the floor and my headphones fell off while I was doing these step ups so I can hear everything that's going on and these guys are standing behind me and they start like commenting to each other about like oh girl like I know those are hard but like get up off the ground like before they saw that I was doing the glute extensions and so I thought like maybe they're talking to me but then I was like no like don't be don't be self-centered so then I stood up and looked around to see like what girl they were girling and I was the only female within like a hundred mile radius so I trying to like grow a pair was like in a joking way though I was like were you guys talking to me and they were like no oh my god like blah blah if we motivated you though like that's cool and I was like I, it like we laughed and it was fine but like they were for sure talking to me but I, I obviously because they said no like ruminated on whatever it was that I had said like it wasn't even that big of a deal which is why I can't even remember exactly my words but like I thought about that for so long and then it dawned on me that I think that maybe I just like do that not even because I need to do that I've just done it for so long and so I've made it a habit for myself like I think that I need to analyze the situation to reassure myself that I did the right thing or that I interacted with them in the right way and like pick it apart to find things that I could have done better which again we're talking about toxic traits like that's fucking toxic like who cares like I guess like pick it apart to see what you could have done better so that I could do better in the future but that's not what I'm doing who am I lying to like I can think that that's what I'm doing but that's literally that's straight up not what I'm doing I'm just like overthinking and trying to like be a dick to myself because I don't know that's what I do for some reason on that same reassurance note and practicing (laughs) self-reassurance another toxic thing that I do is I think That if I think far into something in my life that is maybe more of a problem, that I can manipulate my perspective on it enough (laughs) to change the way that I view it and therefore make it okay in my life. (laughs) Like, let me give you an example because I feel like that was a lot of like, what the fuck did you just say? When I was... And, and you know what? This is like, this is such an easy cop out example because I do this with like so much fucking shit in my life from simple things to complex things, but it's an easy example to make it make sense. When I was in my last relationship, he would cheat on me all the time. Like I've told you guys so many times and I would like problem solve that and psychoanalyze him pick apart all the pieces that I knew about his upbringing and things that he had gone through and all of this other stuff to like make it make sense make it make sense as to why he was cheating on me and because it was things that happened to him that were out of his control then that meant that it was okay that he treated me that way and it was just him reacting to his surroundings and he was actually a good person at heart and I knew that like he wasn't a bad guy and like he just needed help and he needed you know somebody to not give up on him and I was going to be that person that was not going to give up on him like ew 
How fucking toxic. I'm literally like destroying my own life because I'm trying to just make excuses for this person. And that's what I will do is I will like think through things so intensely to manipulate the way that I view them so that I can make it fit into my life, even if it doesn't actually fit into my life. On a different note, I am an extreme oversharer, which comes in handy because, you know, that's what's made us all a family here. <laughs> so Wellish has become a very good outlet for me to overshare so that I can try to do it less in my personal life. But when I do it in my personal life, it's really bad. Like, why did I feel it necessary this afternoon to tell my boyfriend's mom that I have a yeast infection? Like, was that necessary? No. But, you know, did it come out? Sure. Do I need to tell my mom things that my dad has said? If you guys don't know, they're divorced. Do I need to tell her things that my dad has said that will like most likely bother her and she'll ruminate on and I know that? No, but I feel like I'm keeping something from her if I don't tell her. So then I tell her that anyway. Do I need to tell my boyfriend the in-depth details of my previous sex life? No, but I do that because I don't want him to feel like he's left out of things or like he's caught off guard if he finds something out or I want him to know like the deep details of the shit that I've been through since he hasn't been with me through my whole life but I want him to know absolutely every little detail about me like I have these like reasons that I do it but is it necessary no but I do it fucking anyways even if it's like not gonna benefit the person and it only benefits them because I think that it helps them know me better or it gives them more of a perspective or gives them more insight into me or into what I'm trying what message I'm trying to tell them or like I'm trying to build a relationship with them I don't fucking know like it doesn't make sense and then the problem is is a lot of the times when I overshare depending on the person and what it is that I overshared, but like I analyze that and ruminate on that too. Like, so I'm like, I, it's almost like I'm oversharing and I don't even want to. And what's aggravating for me is the oversharing. Again, here's the toxic trait too, is it feels like uncontrollable. Like if I don't tell you the thought that just popped into my brain, then I'm going to like explode. Like, and, and then, oh, you know what? Let's just continue this even a little bit fucking further is that the double standard, I don't even know how I fucking planned this whole episode and didn't put double standards into my fucking toxic traits. That is a, a one motherfucking toxic trait that I have is all the double standards that I have. But here's one for you. I will overshare and I'll tell you all about me. But then if you don't do the same in return, I feel that you don't care about me. I'm convinced that that means then that you don't want me to know about you and you're hiding things from me. <laughs> like, so because you don't tell me your personal life details that you want to take to the grave, you can go fuck yourself because you obviously don't trust me. <laughs> so wrong. These are so funny because it's like, I know, like I'm calling them my toxic traits. Like I know that they're not good, but do I do them anyways? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, here's one thing that I really wish I did not do. But I have this issue. I will not put in the effort for people in my life. Like I'm not a good texter. I don't FaceTime people. I don't go out of my way to like make plans and do like plan trips to see each other and do this like 
whole extravagant thing. Like I like me putting in an effort is me like sending you five bucks for coffee. Like I can't like I don't even like send reels like I love that people try to build relationships through sending reels because it's such like an easy out to keep in contact with somebody and build a relationship that way because then like you can laugh about those together or whatever. But like I can't even do that. Like I not only can I not send you reels, like obviously I'm not like a robot. I do send reels. But like I could probably count on both of my hands how many reels total I send in a week to all of the people in my life, including my mom, my friends, my boyfriend, like everybody. Two hands, friends. That's less than 10 reels in two weeks. And I have people that will send them to me constantly. So not only do I send minimal reels, but like I don't even watch. (laughs) I like I have a hard time even watching when people do send me the reels. Like I'll wait for a super long time till I'm like done doing something to maybe watch them. Like if I actually sit down and think like, oh, yeah, I should probably watch that and put the effort in to watch the reels that the people send me. I wish that I wasn't that way because like my friends will call me or my friends will like make an effort for me and I love that and me not putting in an effort has absolutely nothing to do with my relationship with the people in my life. I like love them and I love having them there and them being around and I don't want them to not be there. It has nothing to do with the way that I feel about them. It's just like I it's a lot of work for me and (laughs) I just I don't know. I just don't like it's just not in my makeup to put in that effort I don't think of it it's not like I'm being malicious I just I don't know (laughs) I don't know I don't have an explanation for you it's just one of my toxic traits and I wish that it wasn't that way but unfortunately it is and thank god I have people in my life that do put in an effort for me because like I swear I would probably if I didn't live with my boyfriend I probably wouldn't even make an effort (laughs) with them which is so bad because like I find myself doing that like we want to talk about that like in my relationship that I have to make I used to fucking write in my planner on my to-do list be like putting in an effort for my relationship (laughs) that's so bad but it's not about it's not a testament to the relationship it's just like me not thinking of it like I'm just my brain is always racing with all of this other bullshit and overthinking shit like the conversation that I have with the guy in the gym and what I'm gonna do to improve my life and the things that I have to do for work and the way that you know I don't fucking know like just all all the shit that I talk to you guys about like my brain just never shuts up that I neglect relationships in my life I don't know why I'm the way that I am I don't know I don't know an explanation for you this wasn't an explanation podcast it was a I'm just telling you why I fucking suck podcast You know why I probably do that, though, because, you know, here's another toxic trait of mine is that I don't put in an effort because for as long as I can remember, I choose like one person, maybe two people, but typically I choose like one person and I fucking hone in on that poor soul (laughs) and I get so attached to them and I ride that wave until I burn it out. Now, I used to do this like I've said, I've done this as long as I can remember. So I've done it with friends. But as I got older, I was the moron that did this with relationships that I would just like hang out with my boyfriend all the time and not care about relationships with friends because that person made me happy. And like, it wasn't about being in love with that person and, you know, doing all of those things like that's part of it for sure. But I'm when I'm in a relationship, I'm more of like a, a friendship type of girlfriend that like I pick relationships based on 
people that I have the most in common with, which sounds obvious for relationships, but like it's just, it's not so much of a romantic thing. It's more of a, you and I have a lot in common. You're my best friend, but like also you like to tell me I'm pretty and buy me food. So like, you know, where's the, where's the negative? I don't know. So it's just that like, whether it's a platonic friend or a relationship friend, I get like attached to this fucking person. And again, ride that wave until I burn it out. Because I just think like, all right, you and I are vibing the most at this moment in time. Like, this is awesome. Like I obviously want to spend as much time with you as I can. And then going back to the not putting in the effort thing, that's why, because I don't have to put in an effort for that person. Like for whatever reason, we're just spending the most time together. We're clicking the most. We have the most in common. We want to do the same things and go to the same places. And it doesn't require additional effort. It just naturally, like we can just hang out and listen to music, sit on the couch and watch a movie go out to a bar, go to a party, go to a dinner. Like, it's just like you're versatile. You can do everything and you don't have to like put in all of this effort. So then, like I said, I get attached to this person. But most of the time for every person, hopefully it doesn't happen with my current boyfriend. But (laughs) so far, my track record is that it burns out and I never talk to that person ever again. Like I have this like super in-depth relationship. And then one day it just like, breaks up and then I never talk to that person again the only people that I did this with that I still have a semi relationship with is the group of girls that lived in my sorority house with me and we weirdly still have a group chat that we often talk in but it's not super it's not at all like super in depth but we always like we invite each other to each other's weddings and like have this weird connection still I am obsessed with it I don't really understand like why we all still are friends I think we're trauma bonded from being a sorority but other than them it's never worked out so oh dude okay here's one this one fucking annoys the absolute hell out of me like if any of my toxic traits fucking get me so riled up bro it's this one I create an entire plan inside of my head about how I'm gonna handle a sticky situation in my life, like something that is problematic in my life and I'm going to have to deal with it. Like we've said, I don't like confrontation. So I have to mentally prepare myself for things like this to make sure that I can get my point across in the best way possible without giving anybody more ammo to use against me or to not like me or something along those lines. So I create this whole plan and then the situation presents itself. Here we are, set the scene, we're in the sticky situation. And suddenly I get terrified of the confrontation and of conflict and of their opinion of me and how it's all going to go down and automatically assume that I'm not going to be able to handle it. And I literally just go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry you felt that way, well... Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I say because I literally black out in those moments. But I then walk away from the situation and like fucking am so mad at myself for the longest time because I didn't handle it the way that I wanted to, the way that I planned. And then I create scenarios in my head about how I could have handled it better. Again, back to this concept, not so that I could do it better in the future, just straight up like to be a dick to myself like just straight up to be like look look how you could have handled it look your brain knows your brain knows what they should have said but did it do that no because you're a pussy doesn't make me feel good toxic trait speaking of being paralyzed with fear 
does anybody else like I really hope this is not just a me thing but is anybody else absolutely terrified of new situations but like once life experiences (laughs) like one of my like major musts in my life I have this like issue that I will not be able to die happy if I do not experience as much as I can in my life and do as much with my life as I can but for whatever reason doing things like even going to new restaurants make me want to sit in the car for an extra beat longer I'm like okay it's gonna be okay we're gonna walk in the restaurant it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine like why am I afraid of a restaurant I literally I can't explain it to you I have zero idea of like why it is the way that it is but like I if I don't know how a situation is gonna play out if I don't know what the setting of the new of the place that I'm going to looks like let it be a gym let it be like I said a restaurant a, a new city whatever it just like meeting new people meeting new people absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not that terrifies me so like I want to be able to like talk to people and interact with people and try new things and experience life but then like get absolutely paralyzed by the fear of actually doing that I made like this huge list guys like a huge list of all of these toxic traits and I just I'm not even gonna be able to get into all of them because I'm not gonna keep you here for that long But one that I do absolutely want to share with you that took me a really long time to be able to write on this list. I thought it in my head 300 times before I wrote it down. And the reason that I wrote it down was because I literally did something today that I was like, God, like that that is a toxic trait, man. Like I do do that. I hate to admit this because it is not how it sounds on the surface. I swear it's not how it sounds on the surface. All right. But here's the deal. I love drama. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't love people that are dicks. I don't love mean girl stuff. I don't love people that start rumors and drama like that, bro. Now, do I like that when it doesn't involve me or anybody that I like? Hence why I like reality shows. Like I like to watch people fighting over the same guy on The Bachelor. Like I like to listen to my friends talk about their issues with other people to hear how other people suck and go, oh my God, I cannot believe that she would do that. I do enjoy that when it has nothing to do with me. (laughs) Absolutely nothing to do with me. Like not anywhere in my world. But I do, I do love the drama and it's not for the drama like it's not for the attention or for like the negative things that you associate drama with it comes back to the reassurance like I do the drama for the reassurance let me give you the example that made me put this fucking one on my list today I was driving home from Ohio seven hour drive we went into the rest area right my boyfriend and I both go inside to go to the bathroom it's just a rest area like not anything crazy like literally just a pull off the highway go into the brick building where they've got the bathrooms did I stay in the bathroom for a little bit longer just to see if my boyfriend would send me a text message to make sure that I didn't get kidnapped by sex traffickers absolutely did he Absolutely not. Was I mad about it? Absolutely. Absolutely, I was. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of drama 
that's the kind of drama that I like to start. Like, absolutely no reason. Absolutely no reason. Was it a little fun? Yeah. Did I use it as a way to decide whether or not he truly cares about me? Absolutely. Why do I do that? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. Or like, here's another one. We were driving and I looked at him and I said, I love you. And he has severe ADHD, okay? So he saw something totally harmless, right? Totally harmless. He was reading a sign. We're getting closer to the city. He's driving, trying to figure out where he's going. Reads a sign. He claims, see, look, I can't even fucking say it. He claims he didn't hear me. He claims that he was just reading that sign. And I said, oh, okay then. And he said, what? And I said, well, clearly you don't. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, don't worry about it. You can just pretend like you didn't hear that. You can pretend and say that you obviously like you obviously don't feel that way about me. And I totally I get that. Don't even worry about it. That was my bad for thinking that you did. Don't even worry about it. And he was like, I was reading that sign. Like, what did you say? And I was like, you know what? Not even going to waste my breath on you. So here we are. <laughs> like I said, love the drama. Don't know why. Love the drama, though. It just it adds a little spice into my life, man. And you know what? Even the drama that does directly involve me, again, I don't like it for the drama. Like, I don't like it for the ways that it hurts me. I do like to ruminate on it though and validate myself and the ways that I handled it or I like to turn around and talk to other people in my life about it so that they can reassure me that I handled it the correct way so it's not for like the thrill of the drama it's for people telling me that I did good <laughs> I'm good enough that I you know, did the right thing, that I was on the right side of the drama, that I was justified in my reason for it happening the way that it did. Honestly, I've got like a hundred more of these. I, I seriously, like that was only half of the things that I got through and look at how long we've been talking. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right. So I'm going to cut this off here and just leave you with knowing that I will absolutely have more toxic traits to add to this list to bring to you guys. I am working on getting some more interviews for you guys so you have that to look forward to other than that you can follow me at underscore sarah Ritt. you can follow wellish at wellish podcast both on instagram and then you can follow me for more mini talks like this one on tiktok which is going to be at sarah rittendale ishes have a kick-ass rest of your week do your best even if that includes you know not always doing your best. Doing your best to the best of your ability, right? <laughs> All right. Talk to you Monday. Bye, Ishes.